Welcome to the Game Changer Experience Podcast. We're your hosts, Dr. Jeremy Pastor and Dr. Dave Kent. On this episode, we're going to talk about how pain is not an inevitable occurrence just because you're aging. So come check it out. You are listening to the Game Changer Experience Podcast, where we talk about rehab, performance, and everything in between. This is where we help you navigate common questions and misconceptions in the training and rehab world. Dave, I know that I get a lot of patients like this, and I'm sure you do too, but it's not uncommon to hear patients that, you know, are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s come in, and basically they they almost blame their, their pain or their injuries on the fact that they're just getting older, right? So talk to us about maybe like ways that you try to counter that belief so that some of these patients aren't walking out having this kind of false narrative in their mind about their own situation. Yeah. So, I mean, this week alone, I I've met a couple people, you know, inside and outside of the clinic who, who blame age for their symptoms. And it's pretty common because like, you know, just doctors preach this stuff to PTs preach it, you know, as you get older pains, normal, and like people tend to be more achy and, you know, you, you blame age as kind of like a symptom for why pain arises. And one of the biggest topics I have to talk about when p- patients come through the door is like, hey, like age will make you feel stiffer, but it's not for the reasons you think it is, right? And so again, like generally speaking, as you age, you know, our, our water content in our body decreases. And, you know, because our body operates from like a fluid dynamic standpoint, as the fluid decreases, the potential for adaptations become much slower and it kind of decreases overall. And so it's really important, first of all, to be on top of your hydration and your, you know, your lifestyle factors. But again, just, just to blame the pain based off of age to me is kind of short-sighted and it's not the person's fault by any means. So one of the things I'll kind of explain is like, okay, Mr. Smith, like you came in with pain in your knees why do you feel like it's due to your age? And they'll kind of tell me their answer. Um, But the thing that they don't really consider is like, hey, like when you were younger, you had more fluid in your body, you were much more adaptable, plus you were moving around a lot more, right? Like as we age, you know, we get deeper into our occupations and we, you know, we, we don't move around as much and we're sitting for hours and hours. And if you are assuming certain positions for all this time, over time, your your hips are going to respond to that. Your rib cage will respond. Your entire body's going to respond, whether it's for the better or worse. And if we don't, you know, introduce more avenues of you know space in your joints and how you move and strategies along those lines, then yes, over time you're going to max out certain joints and you're going to rely on you know certain movement patterns that you have access to. So when it, when it comes to, you know, pain and age, it's like, okay, if you, if you are coming in for knee pain, let's observe the knee, let's observe your foot, let's observe your hips and your entire body. Let's see what your movement strategies are. Let's discuss, you know, what you do on a daily basis, because all of those things matter, right? And so that's generally kind of how I go about that sort of, you know, question. So on your end, kind of how, how do you explain that to people? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you touched on a lot of 
of good points in the sense that like there are things that do change when we age. I rarely even get to to that point in explaining it to people. Reason being is like my my entire purpose is to try to change that that narrative in their mind, right? And while all those things are true, it doesn't necessarily explain their pain yet. Right. Right. So I, I tend to kind of look at it as, you know, kind of two different avenues. Right. I I like to say it almost in the way that, OK, what else changes as we age? Right. Like when it, we'll, we'll choose two different points in time, when we're 12 and we're invincible and we're like, you know, doing backflips off of slides and landing on our head and jumping up like nothing happens. Right. Versus when we're. 45 right and you touch on it a little bit it's like there's other things that kind of change that that impacted how adaptable how mobile how prepared our body is to take on certain stresses right i think the most common thing i see with the patients that come to me are are kind of weight room specific injuries and it's like hey when i was when i was 18 i used to be able to do this workout all day and now it's like it puts me out of commission for a week it's like okay well right at 18, right, you were doing things very consistently, you were out, you were playing around, you were doing these sports of friends, you were working out every day, you know, maybe for some people, you also happen to be 20, 30 pounds lighter, that's not necessarily true for everybody, right. And then like you said, right, as you're, as you're older, there's different things that become a higher priority for you, right? Like now eight to 10 hours a day, you're focused on your work. Maybe you own your own business and, and you're talking about 12 to 14 hours a day. You're worried, worried about that. Maybe your sleep has, has significantly changed on a personal level, or maybe you have children, young children, right? Like me, I've talked about it all the time, right? Like life changes with those things. Maybe you're married now and you weren't previously. And now all your free time isn't just dedicated to yourself, but you have to focus about, you know, focus on other people. Maybe you own a house now, right? It's like, there, there's just so many other variables that influence just what your daily activity looks like. The things that we don't call exercise, right? Just the things we do throughout our day that just have our body moving around and pumping blood and working the body in different ways. A lot of those things change. And that doesn't mean that just because it changes that we have to live in pain, but maybe the expectations as to why we can't just roll out of bed and perform at high levels becomes a little bit less gray and just makes a lot more sense to us. The other way that I like to explain it to people is I always kind of take a little bit of like a sciencey approach because I, I like to create visuals for people. And, and obviously a lot of these things are complex, but you know, if we want to talk about our ability to manage gravity, right? Just as a whole, the way I explain it to people is if I gave you like a one pound dumbbell in your hand and you had to stand and hold it for 24 hours straight, you know, once I hand you that one pound dumbbell, it, feels like one pound, right? You could probably hold it and be like, all right, whatever. You know, 24 hours later, it's going to feel significantly heavier than one pound. The weight didn't change, right? But the amount of time that you're holding that weight did change. So if we're talking about just kind of the, the effects of gravity on our body, the effects of pressure being applied to our body, what else changes with age? We've had more reps, right? We've had more reps of life right? Like we're not talking reps of a bench press, right? We're just talking about reps of daily life. So we've just accumulated more volume on our bodies over a longer period of time. And then we could break those reps down into 
quality, quantity, right? And everything else that we care to talk about, right? It's like, what were the quality of the the reps of life that you put on your body? And how does that impact how your body is going to adapt over time? Versus when you were 12 to 15 years old, maybe you were doing the same thing, but there just wasn't as much volume of those reps on your body to drive that level of adaptation that occurred, you know, 10, 20, 30 years later. So, you know, it's, the the reason we go to these lengths to try to explain these things is just to help somebody understand that like you don't necessarily need to be in pain just because you're older. And on the flip side, to say that you're in pain just because you're getting older takes complete responsibility away from actually having to get better. Right. Absolutely. In, you know, like, oh, my my hip hurts, you know, I'm just getting old. It's like, okay, so that means that you have a built-in excuse every time your hip hurts, and now you don't have to do anything about it because you're just getting older. So that just comes with age. Whereas if we can kind of tell ourselves, I want to figure out why that's bothering me and I want to do something about it, maybe it has absolutely nothing to do with age at all. It's very addressable and we don't need to live with that. But unfortunately, that takes a little bit of work. Right. No, absolutely. And Kind of going back to what you were saying about the reps, like I'll provide an example. My wife, I, I watch her sit often when we're together. And she, she she literally just sits <laughs> certified creepier. <laughs> Anyways, so I watch her and she sits just for lack of a better word, sits like an ass. <laughs> she's, she's, she's literally only on her right sit bone and like she's like kind of drooping to the right. And like that's the sort of sitting pattern that she recruits every single time without fail. And so over time, I'm like watching her face creep again and her, <laughs> and her lower jaw actually shifted to the side where she couldn't fully open her mouth. And I, I literally gave her this one cue, try sitting on your left sit bone. And she, she started, you know, sitting more on there. And over time, her, her lower mandible actually shifted back to the left and she could now <laughs> open her mouth fully. Now, the point of me kind of telling you guys this is, you know, like Jeremy said, over time, you get more reps and bone is living tissue. So whatever you kind of stress your body towards, it's going to change over time. But it doesn't mean that you're stuck there forever. You just need the right input to get you out of it. Now, it's not that one's better than the other. It's it's you need options, right? Like your your brain needs options to move so that, you know, you don't rely heavily on only one one source of movement because then otherwise you're just going to stress and, you know, tax certain joints only. And so, again, point being, you know, you need the right input have reps and you know over time you don't have to blame age things are changeable for sure yeah there, there's a concept called the said principle that that basically just stands for a specific adaptation to impose demands right specific adaptation basically saying that our bodies adapt specifically to the stress that we put it through so you know whether that's exercise right whether it's daily postural changes whether it's sitting postures standing postures regardless right what we do over time our bodies respond to in a very specific way so what dave's saying is you know while there's no one way to do any particular thing there's no right way to sit there's no right way to stand so on and so forth 
if our bodies consistently rely on doing things only one way, then we could see a systemic change in response to that. And it doesn't just have to be isolated to like one area of the body, right? If we, if we use that kind of sitting posture example that you gave, right? It's like, yeah, we're, we're relying on this one strategy. We're putting all this pressure in one area, but that pressure is going to lead to shifts elsewhere in the body. Now, we're not trying to paint the picture that someone is sitting the wrong way. There is no right or wrong, right? We need more context to decide what we will deem to be right versus wrong. I think everybody would probably agree if we kind of pass that threshold of, of eliciting pain, then we would probably put that in the bucket that we would call wrong. But there's no right or wrong. There's just this happens and this happens in response to that. So when we create these changes that we can't overcome and now all that stress is being applied on very like focal areas, that is when we tend to have some of these more chronic conditions that then we see these people in the clinic, right? And by the time we end up seeing them, we start to see those chronic changes where you're seeing what looks like actual shifts in structure, right? You're seeing postural changes. You're seeing what looks like bones bend and twist. And you're, you're talking about these, these chronic changes to tendon and to cartilage, right? Like that doesn't just happen overnight. The question is, what was happening that led to these changes to occur over time. And that's the stuff that we actually care about. Right. So, you know, when we're talking about age, right, age does not happen in isolation, right? We're not living in this padded cell and just days are going by and nothing is happening to our body over that time, right? Everybody is going to age slightly differently just based off of what their personal experiences are. Now, the things you did touch on, like at the very beginning of the episode, right? Some of like the, the water content within our tissues, right? That's that's reality, right? It's, it's not a... a, a direct comparator right but i think if you use like a sponge type of analogy right if you were to fill a sponge with water right and then you were to put it on the counter and you were to place something really light on top of that sponge right like eventually that water would slowly seep out of that sponge and the the content right the integrity of the sponge would be very different compared to when it's kind of filled with water it's not a perfect analogy right but as a visual right like that's kind of what happens right like water starts to to kind of dissipate the water contents the the flexibility the the stiffness of certain tissue definitely does change as we age Right. But, you know, we've talked to 60 year olds, 70 year olds, 80 year olds that aren't complaining about pain that somebody's that 25 is happening. So so what differs for those people? Right. Those people are still having those chronic changes that are normal with aging. Right. But they're not experiencing pain. So what are they managing? Well, that this 25, 30 year old isn't that all of a sudden they're just kind of putting their own opinion on, you know, why they had that injury. Right. And I, you know, like it's a, it's definitely a mindset. There's a huge mindset element to this. Right. And then on top of that, there has like the proof is kind of in the pudding, right? Like we, we have to show, we have to prove that they're capable of being pain-free in order for them to almost allow themselves to think like, Oh, I don't actually have to be in pain. That's just been my reality for a period of time that made me believe that that was what I had to deal with. 
Right. No, absolutely. And like, it's also perpetuated from like people just playing a massive game of telephone. Right. So like, for example, you know, age doesn't always have to like relate to like pain per se, but I'll share an example of my time with my brother-in-law when we were at LA fitness, he just wanted to play basketball. And he told me he hasn't played in, I don't know how long it was probably like several years. And he ended up tearing his Achilles. <laughs> Now, the, you know, the reasoning behind that is, again, like he hasn't trained in months, right? Years even. He hasn't, you know, exposed his body to the same demands that are required in terms of basketball, right? You need to be able to absorb force, produce force, right? Your tendons need to be develop elastic qualities that, you know, again, can transfer that energy and force efficiently. Now, if, if you're sitting, working, you know, for hours and hours over time, your body adapts to that. And if you don't impose the same stressors that basketball might demand, then, you know, something might go wrong. And in that case, his Achilles, you know, tore but again, that doesn't mean that he had to, you know, tell people, you know, that with age came this Achilles tear. It's there was a lack of preparation for it. Sure. And so, again, like people can always train for the demands, right? Like if you're training for a marathon, you don't run 26.2 miles in one day. You you have to build up for it. You, you need to slowly get your mileage up. You need to strength train but also you need to make sure that your your body has the avenues and capabilities of demonstrating those qualities that are useful and pertinent to the demands of whatever you're trying to do. So just to kind of sum that up, it's like, yeah. regardless of if it's pain or not pain, like when it comes to aging, you could still train properly and prepare for a certain sport or prepare for whatever you have to do in life. Your body's completely adaptable still. And so again, just, I, I think blaming age is the easy thing to do. And, you know, I, I see my parents do it too, but you know, th it, it's possible to change. And so right. we, we just need a little shift in mindset. Yeah. We just, we, yeah. we, we tell people age is not a symptom, right? Like I, I, I see an example of what you just said all the time, right? Like I still play softball. I play in, in kind of like a one like men's league and then one, like a little bit more competitive but you know especially for a sport like baseball where it's like it, it's so specialized in getting like your throwing shoulder into such extreme positions right and you could even see as people age like the mechanically speaking things change so much right and it's it's not because they're getting older it's because they're not using their body in that way right when i played baseball growing up i practiced six sometimes seven days a week right? I'm throwing a ball every single day. I'm not going to pretend like as a teenager, I trained all that hard, but you know, I practiced the sport pretty hard to the point where I was getting the repetition. And there was a reason why my body was able to demonstrate the things that it did right now. You know, if I were to play Sunday morning, I'm rolling out of bed Sunday morning. And that's the first time that I'm throwing since last Sunday, you know, that's, that's my reality. Now, you know, I'm, I'm 33 years old, right? I'm, I'm way closer to having played 
than maybe somebody in their 50s. But even then, like I definitely notice a difference in kind of how easy it is to get my arm ready to be able to throw, right? Because I don't use my body like that anymore. Couple with that, maybe like my training style at this point in a weight room does, isn't necessarily susceptible to using my body in the way that I want to do it. But if I were to tell you that my goal is to be the greatest softball player in the world, it's like, all right, well, then I have a very specific goal that now the plan gets to kind of line up to prepare my body to do that in a very specific way, right? This is where kind of understanding the the nuances to, to some of the things that we take for granted comes into play, right? We can't just train however we want, live however we want, and just expect our bodies to do what we tell it to do, right? There's going to be a level of specificity needed if we care to do these things both at a high level and, you know, I won't say injury free because I don't think that that's always predictable, but, you know, as as prepared as we could possibly be so that we're not dealing with unnecessary aches and pains along the way. So, yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I I I've kind of have that belief where we can prepare our body to do absolutely anything that we want to do until proven otherwise. Right. Because there's, I think sometimes there is this plateau that, you know, I'm never going to throw 95. I never was going to when I played baseball and you're not going to get me to do it now. Right. But could I throw a ball and right not have sharp stabbing pain in my shoulder? Yes, I could prepare myself to do that. Right. So maybe tempering expectations for myself, just being realistic of my own athletic ability is necessary. But at the same time, you know, preparing my body to play a very specific sport is very possible. So. You know, you'll never hear me if I'm ever dealing with pain, kind of blame it on my age, right? Like I, I have enough awareness and obviously I do this enough with my own patients to realize like a lot has changed with my general preparation, with my consistency of training, with my nutrition, with my sleep, with my overall stress levels. It's like to believe that those things are not as much, if not a greater factor than just the fact that 12 months passed, right? And I'm one year older than last year, right? Like you said, it is a little bit, you know, narrow-minded to an extent. We got to appreciate the fact that we have way more control over our, our you know, our outcomes than, than some people tend to believe. So, you know, just if, if you do catch yourself ever dealing with pain as you age, right? Because everybody inevitably does deal with pain in life, right? Just know that it is not solely because of your age. And as long as you understand how to prepare your body and what to do and how to identify maybe what was leading to your pain, you're going to be in a much better position moving forward than just kind of arbitrarily blaming it on your age, in which case it becomes a very convenient excuse that you will never be able to change, right? I'd like to, I like to believe that we have the ability to change rather than just kind of you know, chalking it up to, all right, I guess we're just screwed for the rest of our life, but you know, call me crazy. <laughs> no, I think you nailed it on the head. We're all capable of changing. Age is not a symptom. And if you prepare properly, you you can improve so many things regarding your life. And this doesn't just apply to the physical stuff, right? Like you could tackle your nutrition, your hydration, your sleep, and that also equally will impact all of this. So yeah, if you guys yeah. enjoyed listening to this podcast, feel free to like, share, and subscribe. I don't know where this is going, but if there's an option for any of that, please do that. Please share it with your family and friends just to pass this news out there, this podcast. 
So yeah, we'll catch you next time on the next episode. Great. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for catching today's episode. If you liked it, save it, share it, and leave a five-star review. It helps us get the message out to more people just like you. We'll see you guys on the next episode.